0: Hello, everyone. Welcome back to another episode of Top of the List. I'm Dom, here with my co-host, RB. Say what's up.
1: What's up, everybody?
0: And the topic of this week's discussion will be the new animated film that came out a couple weeks ago, DC League of Super Pets. And um, I initially didn't think that this one was going to be that good, but I was surprised in theaters and I liked it a lot. And I uh, convinced Brian to go check it out. So we're going to be discussing it this week all the pros and cons if we find any and we'll give our rating as of uh, of usual of, of course so uh let's get started this week with uh our scores on dc league of super pets let's start with you rv
1: yeah so i walked out of this film and i i enjoyed this film this was enjoyable uh you know going through a lot of Busy time at work right now. I needed something lighthearted and that was definitely this, you know, had some good emotional pull, had some, some funny scenes that had me laughing. I wanted to give it, you know, it wasn't great, but a seven and a half out of 10 definitely hit the spot of sort of, you know, childhood animated film. And then I thought about it, you know, for the past 24 hours, cause I saw this last night and I feel as though everything I really liked in this film, I liked. I I remembered also happening in uh, Secret Life of Pets, which I'm a huge fan of, Uh, and I felt like everything I saw in this film that I really liked reminded me a lot of that, uh, which is a, a completely different production company. This was Warner Animation Group. That's Illumination, so Warner Brothers Animation Studios versus Universal's Animation Studios. Uh, and that that soured me on it a little bit. Just thinking back that, you know, a lot of these ideas I felt weren't completely original. So still a good film. I'm going to give it now, I think, a seven out of 10 potentially could give it back that extra half a point based off of you know some of your analysis and seeing, uh, you know, if it can recapture the enjoyment I had watching the film as it was happening before I sort of had the time to analyze it. But right now I'm going to go with a 7 out of 10. I enjoyed this film. It was funny. Maybe some of the parts were reused from other films that I really enjoyed. But still a good film. And definitely, I left the theater with a smile on my face.
0: I'm glad to hear that. Uh, Yeah, I think we we sit kind of similarly on this one. Um, I really enjoyed uh, Secret Life of Pets as well, like you were saying. Um, Although I, I do have to say, I think I enjoyed this movie more than that. Okay. And so that's kind of where we sit different on that. this, I think, because um, I watched Secret Life of Pets and I was like, OK, yeah, that was a straight up children's animated movie for children. And what I really enjoyed about Secret Life of Pets that I would give it because, you know, I probably I, so Secret Life of Pets, I'd probably give like a seven and I'm going to give League of Super Pets uh, eight because I think it's okay. a, I think it's a full point more because, number one, they had a lot more adult jokes and like. They were saying like they were bleeping out a lot of like right. bad words in this, yeah. which I, I I think that the audience for this one, I felt more a part of than uh, Secret Life of Pets, because this was really, um, you know, they had some jokes for adults in there as well. And I think that's where I draw the line of difference in this one. And plus, I think I like the characters a little bit more than I like the characters in Secret Life of Pets in this movie. So... Um, Another animated film we recently reviewed that you guys could go check out um, our review of on the channel right now is Lightyear. And um, I was thinking about, you know, how much I enjoyed that film as well. I also gave that one an eight. So I felt like I when I walked out of the theater of Lightyear and when I walked out of the theater of watching this one, I had the same level of enjoyment between these two animated films. So that's kind of where I was sitting on this one. And, okay. you know, one of the big issues I had with Lightyear that I also have, I feel like this film has the same issue: is uh, the story is dead simple and very predictable, which is exactly what Lightyear was. You know, minus one little twist there at the end, and you know. But other than that, the message of it was dead simple and predictable, just like the message of this one was dead simple and predictable. Which is, you know, that's that's what this movie's for: it's for you know everybody to understand. So you got to consider that as well.
1: Yeah, very much feel the same way, and I feel that way about a lot of you know children's animated films. And this is nothing against animated films. I mean, I love animated films. Right. Um, obviously, to me at least, I think Disney is is the creme de la creme of making, and Disney Pixar, you know, those sort of included in the same umbrella, yeah, creme I agree. de la creme of animated films. Shortly below beneath that, I'm a big fan of Illuminations and uh, the you know the Minion films, amongst others that they've made. Secret Life of Pets is another one. Uh, despicable me love all of those and then i would put like the next tier down warner animation group and something Mm. like dreamworks entertainment You know, uh that being said uh yeah i think these films are designed to have simplistic stories because they are family films if we're not going to call them children's films they are family films and it much relies on for an you know adult audience like us to Observe like the jokes, like mm-hmm. you mentioned, and you mm-hmm. said yes. There, are, there are definitely some adult humor jokes in this film, and I, I think they all pretty much landed. I really enjoyed that. I just also felt a very similar way about Secret Life of Pets, and I think I preferred the story more in Secret Life of Pets. It, is why I would get edge it, and give it the slight half a point more than DC League of Super Pets.
0: Got it. That makes sense. Yeah, I, I think, I think that's kind of where we sit different, right? Is you know, I, I think I enjoyed the the story in this one a little bit more. secret life of pets um and i guess should we do we go into spoilers yet if we haven't spoiled anything thus far or
1: yeah i I think i think yeah let's go into spoilers
0: okay so i think let's just go down the line with who our favorite characters were in the movie because i think there's a standout character in this movie and that's uh the villain uh played by kate mckinnon right
1: yes yeah and
0: she's really great in this one and she plays not a hamster right? Because they were hey, making that joke a lot, hey, right?
1: hairless guinea pig.
0: A hairless guinea pig. And um, I think that she was fantastic in this role. All, almost every joke was hilarious, um, as well as Morton, uh, the turtle that's really slow and then gets yep. super speed, was also a big stand up for me as well. So those two were some of the best jokes in the whole film were with them, um, as well as, you know, just our main character, Crypto the Superdog, played by Dwayne the Rock Johnson. I thought he did a fantastic job as the main character. A lot of good, funny parts that he pulled off and yeah, this, this movie for me, I think it was more so I was surprised to see how many of these jokes hit because like we we just discussed, there's a lot of movies that you could go to like, you know, minions or whatever, where maybe 40% of the jokes hit because they're all just for kids. Right. And I felt like the balance of kids jokes and adult jokes in this one was way better than a lot of other ones I've seen. And that's my main argument.
1: Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I And, and I see that. I just, My my other my other small small hitch with this film, and uh, I feel like it's just a frustration point from my point of view. I don't like the caricatures, the the childish caricatures of superheroes. Um, So the Justice League in this movie, yeah. Sometimes that just doesn't sit right with me. I mean, I I also felt
0: the same way you did. So you're not alone on that. Yeah.
1: So I mean, that that kind of soured it for me. I loved everything with. With crypto, and I, I thought Ace, played by uh, played by Kevin Hart, was excellent as well as you know the 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 pets. You know, we talked about Mert, Merton, I think was the name yeah. of the the turtle and uh, the the squirrel and the pig. I thought I thought they were great. Yeah. Uh, but I felt like almost everything with Lex Luthor and then the Justice League kind of almost took away from this film and it reminded me, even though some of there were there were some adult humor jokes that this is a children's movie and I don't know that I felt great about their representation in this film.
0: I, I feel like, yeah, I, I I think that there's a, what was there like six members of the justice league that were shown in this movie. And um, I think that a couple of them, I was really happy to see uh, the way they were depicted. And then there was just a couple that were pretty flat. Uh, I thought Lex Luthor, his voice actor did a great job. Um, yeah,
1: Mark Marin playing Lex Luthor.
0: Yeah. He had a good voice for Lex Luthor and, i liked it a lot um superman played by john krasinski which yeah. i thought was great i I, I loved it all was that him, to yeah. tell you the
1: truth until i saw the credits didn't sound yeah. like john krasinski
0: yeah he was great as superman i thought for the little time he had and but i think the big standout here like for me was keanu reeves as batman i feel like every time batman showed up on screen i was laughing out loud yeah. it was great yeah, he
1: was he was the only one that i really connected with uh of the caricatures of the justice league let's call it that yeah um i think i think though overall just looking at everyone justice league pets villains heroes the standout performance for me in this film again and the emotional pull in this film was uh was kevin hart and ace i think there was one scene in this film that i felt was reminiscent of a great film and that was the backstory of ace i I thought was excellently handled in this film
0: yeah I thought that was one of, probably my favorite scene in the whole movie yeah, actually
1: yeah, right there with you
0: yeah we could definitely agree on that um but yeah like the rest of the cast I thought was great one thing that I thought was cool as a comics fan was this was one of the first times we've seen uh the female Green Lantern yeah, yeah. I think her name's Jessica Cruz if I'm not mistaken I think that's what her name in the comics is'm I'm, okay I'm yeah
1: I, I'm looking I don't I don't see a name besides just Green Lantern in the cast list
0: yeah I, I want to say Jessica Cruz or something like that. That's just off the top of my head, though. Okay. So. But yeah, so I thought that was kind of cool that they had a different representation of Green Lantern than we've seen before in a lot of movies and uh, you know animated shows and stuff and like that. And
1: confirming, you are correct. It is Jessica Cruz.
0: Just like that, huh, RV? Yep. Yeah. Just like That's, that.
1: Yep. Resident comic book extra uh, expert extraordinaire Dominic Gonzalez.
0: <laughs> Not even.
1: Yeah.
0: <laughs> uh, but yeah, so I I thought that I don't know. I just like the story in this one. This one was great to me. I thought uh, another one of my favorite jokes I wanted to bring up here towards the end of our review is uh, his dog, Dog L. Yeah, When it comes it that, out of the collar, yes. was hilarious. Oh, my so, God.
1: So great. Yes. Could not agree more with you.
0: Yeah. And I, I just like I like a lot of the crypto jokes that they had were like, oh, that dog couldn't have been me. I, that dog was wearing glasses. Right. I thought that Did was you, hilarious. Have-
1: have you ever um, watched the old cartoon Crypto the Superdog that was on? Yeah, on Net- yeah, that was another thing that unfortunately just soured me a little bit on this because I wanted to see that rendition of Crypto and I didn't necessarily feel like The Rock portrayed that one. And I loved that show growing up. Yeah. That was a- another small because that was a show Crypto growing up with young Clark Kent in in Smallville, and I thought right. that was really a great show. Um, it was a little different from that, but you know, that's a side note. Um, but I grew up with that crypto and had that crypto in my in my vision and it was a little bit different of a crypto. But then again, that was a younger crypto, um, you know, I guess. And this is grown up crypto. So that could make sense.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Um, but as far as the whole storyline, like you were saying there, that was a little different was his main storyline was that Superman and Lois are getting married and he feels left out now. Mm-hmm. So I thought that was a pretty good storyline for the main character. Although, like you said, been there, done that in several pet-themed right. yep. movies yep. before. That's like, same thing as in Toy Story. Like, you know, the char- characters moving on past, you know, yeah, whatever. I mean, that's
1: that's a lot of, cho- I mean, I, I can even think back to the parent trap, you know, yeah. with, uh, you know, the, the father marrying a, a younger woman and feeling left out. That's That's a very common theme for sure. And I don't think that necessarily was was anything original as much uh, as yeah. Kevin Hart's sort of backstory. Yeah. Ace's backstory, which I thought, like I said, was a standout. I thought that was pretty fresh for film. them to
0: include something like that. I thought that Ace's backstory, uh yeah, it was definitely a highlight because I I'm not sure I've seen any movies with uh animals before uh, you know, talk about that issue.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I yeah. thought that was no, interesting. I, I especially
0: Secret Life of Pets. I feel like they didn't touch on anything like of that Nature in those and, movies.
1: Yeah, you you have a pet that that gets lost for sure, but not yeah. one that is is given away because right. yeah, it seemed to be dangerous. No, I I hear you absolutely.
0: Right, that sequence kind of reminded me a little bit of the sequence in story, Toy Story two when you learn about jesse's backstory.
1: Yeah, that kind of yeah, made me. So.
0: I was like, okay, yeah, that this is reminiscent of that feeling.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: So, but yeah, overall, I think I'd give it an eight, and you gave it a seven.
1: Yeah, I think I'm gonna stick with a seven. Like I said, yeah. you know. I think maybe it was because the, the caricatures of the superhero soured it for me, whereas Secret Life of Pets was all about everyday pets and, you know, quite frankly, you know, what could happen when we're not looking, whereas the superhero caricature pulled too much away from me from the characters, uh, what I thought were great characters in the true League of Super Pets.
0: Right, right. Um, there's a There's another animated film here as we're closing out our review that I just watched um i don't know if we'll review it or not but i think it might be my favorite one that i've seen so far this year there hasn't been that many yet
1: what what is Um, that film it's
0: on this it's called the sea beast and it's on netflix
1: oh okay yeah no i've I've not heard of that one yet
0: yeah it's pretty good i just watched it this last weekend and uh yeah i was impressed with it because it's it's definitely like we said a family film more children's oriented but it's also uh it's also got some pretty cool, like, stuff if you were interested in Pirates of the Caribbean at all at any point. Mm-hmm. It's kind of like that, but, like, with a more cartoonish realization of it. So I I, I enjoyed that aspect of it as well.
1: Interesting. Yeah, aspect. no. I, I was going to bring up, just to, to close out this episode, you know, we talked about, you know, sort of Disney and Pixar and Illuminations being sort of the – the creme de la creme, but the next couple of projects from Warner Animation Group, I don't know if you've you've seen these, but I was just kind of doing a deep dive into them. Uh, of course, this is the company that brought us the Lego movie, the Lego Batman movie, Lego Ninjago. I'm trying to think, I really like the Lego movie. Uh, other of their movies, you know, the Storks, Smallfoot, Scoob, I haven't seen any of these. Um, but other things that are in production. Uh, I saw Smallfoot
0: and it was really good.
1: Okay, yeah, because I wasn't a big fan of Storks um, I I
0: don't saw, I haven't seen that. I one I never saw
1: Scoob. They did small
0: foot. That's yeah. really good. <laughs>
1: the, the next two that are coming out actually um, sound interesting. So Toto, they're doing a, a film about Toto from the Wizard of Oz animated film. Interesting. And then Coyote versus Acme, which I can assume I haven't clicked on it yet, but is has to do with Wiley e. Coyote. Of
0: course, yeah. uh,
1: Of course, w- uh, Warner Animation Group playing on Warner Brothers' uh, use of the Looney Tunes. Uh, which we haven't seen much of beyond Space Jam, which was theirs, Space Jam New Legacy.
0: Yeah. There's, uh, but, yeah. there's a lot of weird stuff going on with Warner Brothers. Have you been reading about any of that? I have not, no. Uh, did you read anything about the Batgirl movie, how it got canceled and everything?
1: I, I didn't know it got canceled. I knew it was slated to come out, but I didn't know it got canceled.
0: So it is one of the weirdest things I've ever seen, RB, where um they – had been making this movie that was going to go straight to HBO max as an original film. Yeah. And it was, you know, a Batgirl film, but it was in the Michael Keaton Batman universe. And Michael Keaton was in this movie.
1: Oh, interesting. Okay.
0: um, They shot, shot scenes and they had finished it and they were in the process of making the trailer when, um, I guess discovery and Warner brothers, I guess have either one of them bought the other or something like that. Yeah. And during the merger, um, the new people at the top that were from discovery they said they didn't want to go forward with the film even though it was almost ready to release like literally a few months away from release and it's like pretty unheard of to have a film pulled like that this early or this soon to its release
1: no that's that's a shame too because i saw i saw just looking at the dc extended universe just to see what was coming up next and i didn't see that and this you know was probably about a month ago maybe a little bit longer but i was excited for that so that's that's too bad
0: absolutely and you know two movies that we thought were we were at one point we were going to come out this year are not coming out this year from dc which is also another you know aspect of warner brothers um which is like you were saying the whole dc universe um you know the uh what was it aquaman and Shazam the both of those are number 2 in the series and uh you know they got delayed again today. Actually, that I just read that today this morning, that they got delayed again.
1: Yeah, so. that's too bad. They had I they had a Shazam trailer when I went and saw it, and it, it looks good. I I loved yeah. the first Shazam, and I was really looking forward to the second one. So I didn't, uh, you know, that's news today. That uh, how again, about too all the because... stuff with
0: uh Ezra Miller? Have you ever heard? Have you ever read any of that?
1: No, nope.
0: the guy that plays the Flash.
1: Right, Nobody's. right, yeah, no,
0: dude, he he went like totally insane, and he thought the KKK was like trying to track him down and stuff like that and he was making mess. dude you haven't read anything about that no, i have to I, send you like a link said, to that
1: all all i've been reading about are the upcoming films of the dc extended universe and i was excited <laughs> but now there's all all sorts of news so i guess, dude, I guess there's not. a lot
0: of news you'll i'll yeah. have to i'll have to fill you in because it's, yeah, it's crazy no, dude sure. like we don't even know if the flash movie is going to come out anymore because of all this and he went like insane and
1: and this, this is this is a this isn't Grant Gustin was who played the Flash in the TV series. This is the one right. in the films, right? This
0: is the one from the the movies, yeah.
1: Oh, okay. Yeah, no, yeah. I didn't
0: know. Yeah, it's pretty crazy, yeah. Uh, like So it's just like a lot of stuff for Warner Brothers is happening all at the same time, so it's pretty insane.
1: Yeah, all right. Well, <laughs> then we will we will patiently await to see what's next, the Warner Brothers and the uh, DC Extended Universe. Of course, I'm fairly certain this isn't part of the DC Extended Universe, DC League no, of Super Pets, yeah. but... Again, rounding out the episode, this was an enjoyable film, I believe, for both of us.
0: Absolutely. If you want to find our other reviews, if you're interested in hearing more of our opinions on various different films and television shows, you can find us on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and Google Podcasts. Leave us a review, leave us a comment, let us know what you want us to be discussing on the next episode of Top of the List. Um, RB, you want to tell people about Letterboxd?
1: Yeah, absolutely. So Letterboxd, for those of you who have not uh, heard about it on our one, one of our other episodes, uh, I think we just started talking about it last week, actually. Great new uh, social media sort of site. I, I guess it would be a social media site. You make your account go through you know they've got just about every movie you can imagine uh you know mainstream and you know not independent films whatever listed you go through you rate it, you can make lists of your your favorite films uh films of different genres, and you know connect with other other uh cinephiles around the world i I would believe yeah um, but yeah. dom and I are both big fans of it now we've been on it Dom a little bit longer than me, I've been on it. this is my uh six day anniversary, I guess uh <laughs> been having a great time with it, going through films uh. You know, just getting able to even list all these films that I've been able to watch, some that I didn't even remember. And, you know, it's bringing back happy memories and being able to uh, go back and rewatch some films that I haven't, haven't uh, seen in a while that I was oh, yeah, you know, I really like that three, four years ago, saw it in theaters and haven't seen it in a while. Uh, it's a great tool, great way to sort of log and database all the films you've seen and to find ones that uh, maybe you haven't, but similar users uh, have liked and maybe you'll like too. You may stumble across your next favorite movie.
0: Absolutely. So you can find the links down to our profiles in the description below. You can give us a follow on Letterboxd. You can also give us a follow on Twitter, which is also down in the description below. And uh, yeah, I'll I'll be retweeting out some stuff that I find online, like the news about Ezra Miller and all that stuff. (laughs) So uh, uh, we'll see you guys on the next episode of Top of the List.
1: Later, everybody.